we're doing a podcast. And my name is Captain Dog Breath with my sidekick, Gingerbread Boy. Actually, no, this is this is Pastor Brent Craig from New Beginnings. And we have with us Dusty Carson from Braveheart Community Church. Well, guys, we're excited about today's podcast. We're actually going to be interviewing each other. And so uh, it's a little segment that we like to call Getting to Know You, Getting to Know All About You, Getting to Like You, Getting to Hope You Like Me, Putting It My Way, oh, But gosh. Nicely, You're Precisely My Cup of Okay, I think Julia Andrews sang it much better. Man, she's got nothing on me. Well, she's that's like hundred. That is today's podcast, and we're gonna get it started right now on two pastors and a podcast. It's truly cheaper than therapy. Ching ching. Well, Brent, it is good to see you again and see you behind the golden mic there. I know it's been a whole, what, two days since I've seen you? The golden taped mic. The golden taped mic. Actually, it's blue tape, but that's okay. Painter's tape. Our new sponsor is painter tape. When you're too cheap for duct tape, grab some painter's tape. Um, So we're going to be doing something. Gorilla glue, too, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's a sore subject. Ow. Um, and so, you know, we've got to share our thoughts and dreams over the past couple 10 episodes. But before we start, I want to give a shout out to Christopher. Christopher, you know who you are. He has listened to all of our podcasts. Oh, yeah. And every time I see him, he's like, what's another one dropping? So, Chris, we want to give you a shout out. Keep on representing Jesus. And so, amen. Amen. And so what I want to do is I want to interview you. And so I came right. up with some questions. Now, the truth oh, is. You've only looked over them a little bit. Yeah, I really, uh, this is this is going to be interesting. So it's not like you studied over them like the no. SATs. Well, you gave them to me a while ago, and we haven't done the podcast. We kind of sat for a while. Yes. So I looked over it like a month ago, and I can't even remember when I took my medicine. So that day. So I don't know I'm going to remember that. Well, Go ahead. I, I'm hyped up on coffee. And so we've been doing some other work before we started this. So yeah. I've had like two or three cups. Yeah, I'm on my fourth, I think. Yes, there you go. There you go. Coffee proves there's a God in heaven and he loves you. Yes. Amen. There's some other things too. Yeah. Um, so Krispy Kreme get... hot donuts. Oh, oh shout out Krispy Kreme. I do. We would love for you to sponsor us. Oh, listen, I'd love to do a two one episode in a Krispy Kreme shop. Oh, I would love to be like on the, you know, conveyor belt as the uh hot as icing, the sugar <laughs> hot icing melts your face off. Ribs down into my <laughs> Wow. That's we just are, wrong. We're such gluttons. Yes. But, I'm, but I'm fatter than you, so we'll go on next subject. So we're going to interview Brent Gregg. So, Brent, we want you to lay down on the on the uh, metaphorical couch. Okay, hold on. All right. Are you happy? <sighs> yes, I am. All healthy. right. Listen, I don't have a doctorate, but today I want to get inside the mind of Brent Gregg. You might not want to. Yeah. <laughs> So let's start off. We got a list of all these questions. We might be able to do all of them, but let's start off with what was life like growing up? Well, I grew up in West Virginia, so um, that's why I have one leg longer than the other. Because when you stand on the mountain, you know you got to have one longer than the other. Okay, okay, that's a bad joke. Uh, you know, it, it it was a lot of fun growing up. I, I remember I have a lot of fond memories of my mom kicking me out of the house and um, <laughs> locking the doors until dinner time. 
and you, you had to, yeah, and you had to go out and play, and and I I just I, I I remember just playing in the woods and building forts and climbing in the trees and just having a great time outdoors. There you go. I feel like kids today are not that way, well, but that's the way I grew up. I don't know. In their video games, they're outside in their little video games. <laughs> I coached basketball one time. I said. Uh, we were talking about basketball. It was like the first uh, first week. And I'm like, so are you pretty good? Talking to a little kid. He's like, oh, man, I'm the best at, on my video games. He's talking about like <laughs> NCAA hoops. I'm, he's like, I'm great at NBA jam. And I'm like, dude, it's not the same thing. Yeah, that's not going to help you in real life. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just remember going out and exploring and finding things and just having a great time. You know, there's a lot of – a lot of memories of um, my uncle who lived next door to us. And, I was going to say he lived in the woods. And uh, well, we did live in the woods, <laughs> and it, it was so funny. He had this huge tree right next to his house, and I would climb it. Now it, it was very high, so you had to like literally do the bear hug to get up to the limbs so that you can climb into the tree. Is that the point your parents look out the window and go, "Something wrong with that boy." <laughs> He's hugging a tree. <laughs> and I remember one time my uncle came home, and I wasn't, you know, sitting up there going, hey, 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 I'm going to do this when he gets home. I, but he showed up, and I'm like, Uncle Jim. And he's just looking around like, yes, <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> you know, he's God's and, uncle. And he, he never figured out where I was or where I was talking to him. And he just, he, I guess he thought, man, I'm going crazy. and just went on inside <laughs> the house. That's where his paranoia <laughs> kicked in. He was scared to walk outside of his house, lived uh, the hermit till the day he died. Yeah, but uh, he always told me, you're going to follow that tree and break something. I never did, so that's well, a good thing. I never broke anything in my life. You ever broke really? something? Really? Yeah. Yes. So I can, Knock on wood. Uh, see, oh, I, wait, I'm I, on the couch. can't I just, do that. Yeah, I just popped my finger, but I uh, I broke my thumb uh, in football practice. I di dislocated a lot of things. My ankles, if I just sit here, I can pop them nonstop from turning my ankles. In you old man. Yes, yes. Well, tell me this. Okay. What was your dream job as a kid? I could you as an ice cream, ice cream truck guy. You know, my my ice cream truck guy. Hey, want some candy? Just want got some, that. Some ice cream. Hey, boys and girls. Okay. Oh, that's creepy. Um, that is creepy. Uh, you know, my dream job. What I wanted to be when I was little was an astronomer. Really? Yeah. I want. I wanted to be the guy who was in the the room at night looking at the stars through the giant telescope that that just space amazes me you know i was talking with my wife the other day about this you, you, sometimes in life when you look at certain things you're like there is a god oh yeah yeah to her platypus uh, yeah, yes to her it's animals you uh -huh. know, she'll look at the dogs and she'll go, you know what? They got these personalities. They're all different. There's definitely a God just oh, yeah. looking at them. To me, it's space, the stars, all, mm. all the incredible things that you can see in outer space. And I just, when I was younger, I didn't know Jesus. Um, I'd heard about him mm. a couple times going to some vacation Bible schools with some friends. Love BBS. And yes, I do. I love it too. Uh, and it's just, I never knew who God was, but when I looked at space, I knew that everything they were teaching me in science class was phooey, you know, because it just, it screamed to me, there is a God. And so I always wanted to be an astronomer. Well, and look at me now. I'm I not go, even close. When I go to Taco Bell, I realize there's a God. <laughs> oh, bean burrito. And they is got that before or after? You know, afterwards you're crying out to God. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, take this from me. You know what's so sad? Is that and so? I, I work at uh, my son's Christian school, and Joshua one nine is our scripture at Braveheart. Like that's our main scripture. 
uh, and they have it on the they have scriptures on the walls on the walls. Excuse me, at the doors into the stalls, the toilet. And one of them is Joshua one nine. I will be with you wherever you go. <laughs> I'm like, man, what are they serving these kids at food? <laughs> at the school. But no, I mean, listen, I was wow. saddened. They took away the Mexican pizza. And like, I'm mad. I always got the Mexican pizza. And so it just, it bothers me. That, when I look in a big pot of gumbo, I know there's a God in heaven. Mm. Well, mm. the next question was, what kind of student were you? But if you're like studying the, you know, the stars and the, and the you know, universe, I kind of think you're a pretty decent student. No, I really <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> okay. When I was younger, I really wasn't a great student. Uh, I, I, you know, as I got older, of course, I realized, you know what, uh, this is kind of important. I need to take note of it. But when I was younger, I, I was more, I was more of the class clown, but okay. I was the one that was hiding and doing the sneaky stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember having a teacher, his name was Mr. Bennett. Shout out to Mr. Bennett. Is he alive? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Hope so. Uh, so Mr. Bennett was uh, legally blind and legally deaf. And so he had these hearing aids, he had these thick glasses and he was teaching science of all things. He okay. taught science. And I remember messing with him all the time. And you pick on him for being legally blind? No, oh. you know, we would just call out to him. We wouldn't call his name. Oh. You know, we'd be like, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. And he would answer because he heard, B. and oh, oh we were up. so mean. I was a mean, mean, mean. Yeah. Mean <laughs> so, no, I was not a good student when I was younger. Wow. I tried to kill kill the whole class. I turned on the gas in science and <laughs> just let it spray out into the room. It was bad. Wow. Good Very grief. bad. Poor Mr. Bennett. But as I got older and saved, life changed. Yeah, I know that, that that can change you. I, I, I read that changes you. Um, so you, you we've read. talked a little bit about your salvation story, but I want to jump into this. Who was the, who made the biggest impact in your walk with God uh, uh, that ooh, you've met? That I've met? That you know, like you could call him up right now if they're still living. Ooh, he's not alive anymore. Um, there was actually two people that, that made the biggest impact in my life. Uh, one was Curtis Hudson, and I, I don't know if you've ever really heard of him. And the other one's Dr. Lee Robertson. Is that the one that left the garage door open from a previous no, episode? No, no, that's, no, no. Ethel! No. Dr. Lee Robertson was the founder of Tennessee Temple University. Okay. Which is no longer there. Is it Piedmont? May you rest in peace. Is it Piedmont? Uh, it is Piedmont. Okay. Yeah, I think. I, I, maybe it's changed again. Who knows? I think it is. Uh, it, of course, this was independent Baptist people, but they were... They were I mean, they had the the mentality, but they didn't preach it. Like like today, a lot of the independent fundamental Baptist preachers they preach about it. They preach about wearing suits and mm-hmm. ties, and you know, making sure your wife doesn't wear jeans, <laughs> and uh, you know, or have short hair. Um, so these these two were more about the scripture, and Dr. Lee Robertson could say more than fifteen minutes about God than anybody can say in forty five minutes. Mm. And he would he would get up and preach, and he was just an older gentleman. And I remember meeting him officially in his office one time, and I said, Dr. Lee Robertson, l- l- please tell me something. What would you say to a wannabe preacher boy hmm. uh, to keep you going in the future and um, you know, encourage you? And he looks at me, and he points his crooked finger at me, and he, and he just says, don't quit. And that's it. Mm. That's all he ever said. But that was enough to be a, an eye-opening um, impact in my own life, to just well, know not to quit. Well, you know that they say 
of those who graduate seminary will be out of the ministry in five years. I believe that. Yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. And ministry's hard. I yeah, that's what I hear. I hear <laughs> anytime that you um, yeah, when you give yourself away, when you turn on the light, that you you draw on the bugs. Well, I'd had the kind of same experience with uh, Charles. Stanley. Oh come on! And so <laughs> I had the same experience with Charles Stanley, where I I got to talk to him on the phone, and I sent him. I have a Charles Stanley study Bible. And I, I asked him, I'm like, you know, pretty much, hey, give a, give me a, a rookie some advice. And he said, obey God and leave the consequences to him. The key to everything is obedience. Mm. And it's like, That's wow. Good. Like, you know, a lot of times, I mean, it's simple, but it's true. Well, Dr. Lee Robertson went through a lot in his life. In fact, he had created Camp Joy, which still, I believe, is still running. Mm. And it was one one of his children named Joy passed mm. away. And that just broke his heart so yeah. much, but yet he kept going. And so that that just right there shows the reality of somebody who looks at you and goes, don't quit. Well, he had every reason to quit, mm. but he didn't. Well, and so. I, I think you touch on a, a, a serious note about ministry that unless you're in it, you really don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, like. People would jokingly, and I know they're just joking, like, oh, you only work one day a week. And you had a, <laughs> and you had a funeral that week. Um, you had counseling that week with somebody who's maybe going through a divorce, going through a tough time, yeah. addictions. Um, you know, you're away from your family. Like, people don't get it, you know, until you're in it. And that's why you and I have talked about, uh, the, you know, a brotherhood, you know, a band of brothers, that every pastor, any pastor worth his salt has been in it and in it, you know, and gone through it. Uh, but get but to get to it, you got to go through it. And so, um, you know, we can speak that language and we've been through it. And, it, you know, it's just difficult at times. But that's great advice. Don't quit because every minister has wanted to quit and some want to quit Monday. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's 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 very difficult. I mean, you know, I think what they say that um, when you look at resumes, I've heard some people say when you look at Christian resumes that, uh, you know, it's it's usually the same thing. Youth pastors are there for, you know, no more than seven years. Mm. Senior pastors are there for no more than, what, six months now? Ooh, I it, hope not. I, w- w- somebody said it to us the other day. I can't remember. It, it's not much, uh, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of things behind that. It's not always, uh, sometimes it's the pastor. Sometimes it's just not a good fit. Sometimes it's the people. Yeah. Um, but you don't quit. No. And you and I have talked about this, that you've got to look back to your calling. But even like, you know, let's take out a full time ministry. Sometimes the Christian life is very difficult. Like you're going to be if you're going to follow Jesus, whether just I follow Jesus and I have a secular job or I follow Jesus into ministry, you're going to have scars. But scars tell me that you've lived life. I had a, a, a professor I liked a lot. And he said this, he said, I'll never trust a pastor who hasn't been fired or quit because that means that they never took a stand for anything. Yep, that's good. And it, it costs you. Listen, they're going to stand for righteousness sometimes costs you. Yep. So actually, let me ask you this. Who's the biggest impact who you've never met? Maybe a theologian, a preacher uh, you've not met. Well, I would, that, would, that would go with Curtis Hudson. Because I never met him. Okay. Uh, in fact, he he died in 1994, and I got saved in 1995. Okay. And just listening to his testimony, getting to know him, and in fact, getting to know yes. You, okay. No. 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 Mr. Please. please. <laughs> in fact, uh, later in college, I met his grandson, and still friends with his grandson. Well, 
I guess we're friends. I don't know. Uh, what, anyway, if you were you straight know. down the road, would we pull over and help you? I, I actually reached out to him and asked him if he would like to be interviewed on the podcast. And I haven't heard from him. So maybe he just doesn't like me anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to you, Alan. Uh, Maybe you'll respond now. Uh, But, you know, I just, you know, I got to know his grandson and got to know him. So let me ask you this. Advice you would give your 16-year-old self? Grow up. I'm just kidding. Um, You know, that's a hard one because, you know, I don't want to be serious, but uh, there's a couple things that I would uh, tell myself not to do. Invest in Apple. Uh, yeah, that would be one of them. I would tell to do not mm-hmm. not you know invest in Apple or uh, Windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, are the plastic uh, pieces uh, on the end of your shoelaces? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, those little plastic pieces. Somebody's got to put them on. What? What are they called? Plastic pieces. No, the they end. have a name. It's the butt end of the lace. Now I got to look it up. Oh. All right. So you're gonna laugh at it too when you find out. So let me ask you this while you're looking that up. Well, I didn't even finish what I was saying. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you didn't give me ing- ingots, I think is what they're called. Hold on. Let's see. Plastic. You, messed, you made that up. On the end of shoelaces. Come on, Google. Help me out. While he's All doing right. that, I'll continue singing. Getting to know an anglet. Yes. Those are anglets. Anklets? Anglets. Did you ever wear anklets? No, I've never <laughs> worn anklets. Okay, so my 16-year-old self, you know, I'm reminded of the Christian song uh, that talks about, um, you know, your young, dear younger self. Dear younger me. You know that one? No. You're going to have to listen to that one. You know, I, there's so much that I would like to tell my younger self, but honestly— it made me mm. who I am today. Yeah. So I'm not too sure that I would want to warn myself of things um, when I was younger. Uh, other than maybe avoid the area, the um, religious views that I originally had when I was teaching, mm. I think that would be one thing that I would say. Interesting. You and I come from two different worlds. I know. I know. It's totally different. And so, uh, I can't believe you haven't heard Dear Younger Me. No, I'd be you like, You totally have heard Dear Younger Me. Dear Younger Me, you're so good looking. All right, so let me ask you this What is your favorite? What was your favorite ministry class in college? Favorite ministry class in college? This is going to sound funny, but it was Bible geography. Huh. Because it opened a whole new level of understanding what I was reading. Hmm. So as I read through the scriptures and I see a statement like, uh, as they went by the way by the sea, well, I now know where the way by the sea is. Mm -hmm. I get the idea. I can see it and picture it and, you know, look at where Jesus went. I know exactly where it's at, which mountains were certain things happen. Excuse the dogs barking in the background, being obnoxious. Um, You know, those type of things, that Bible geography, and the teacher, Mr. Kaiser, he was amazing. He could, he would, he would start off with Bible geography and ended up preaching, you know, about how powerful this story is, you know, and, and he just made it exciting. And it was probably one of the best classes that I took in uh, college. That's cool. I, when I think of it, I, I had two classes I really liked. I liked the Book of John. And I took that as a summer class because it was really a great story. But also our professor had been on Wheel of Fortune 
And at the, the last class of the uh, the summer, we got to actually watch the episode of him on Will of Fortune. He got second place. It was kind of cool. Oh, um, that's neat. Yeah. And another one I liked, I had uh, Poetic Books of the Old Testament. And so Song of Solomon is a very interesting book. <laughs> um, I, I've preached out of it before. Um, uh, keeping foxes out of the vineyard. Uh, so let me ask you this. What is your favorite Old Testament story to preach on? Ah, uh, favorite Old Testament. You mean when Lefty let Fatty have it? That's a, that's a great one. Explain. Um, that is in the book of Judges. He was one of the judges. His name was Ehud, and he was a left-handed judge, and he let the king of Moab have it in the stomach, and he was known, as you look in the scripture, as a very fat king. And, of course, you don't want to talk about the rest of the story. <laughs> These kids or children are listening. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, but, you know... It, it, I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah, no. Okay, so favorite Old Testament story. I would, I, I love preaching on Daniel. Daniel, I just love Daniel. And honestly, I think out of all this, I just like the whole book. But but out of the book of Daniel, my favorite story to preach on would be Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. I love the thought that they came out and they didn't smell like smoke. They didn't smell like a campfire. You know, we go camping. I remember going camping and then going to church. You know, you had your suit and all these other things, so you would go and get washed up in, in the little whatever place that you had there outside camping, and then you'd go to church. You smelled like campfire. It didn't matter if the suit was in the car or not. You smelled like campfire. And it just amazes me how great and merciful God is to these three men that they didn't even smell like it. There was no, Nothing was burnt, and it's just an amazing story to me. Love it. And don't forget the fourth in the fire with him. Oh, yeah. Fourth man of the fire. All right. Well, we need to uh, to end this segment. And so we will hear from our sponsors that we don't really have. And uh, we'll be back with you in just a moment. Hey, thank you to our newest sponsor. Thank you for becoming part of the Two Pastor and Podcast family. We appreciate our newest sponsor, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Scented Candles, when you want your house to smell like fire. Um, you know, Brent, I have a question for you. Here's my question. What talent do you have, and what is one talent you wish you had? Wait a minute, before we go to that, I wonder what other scented candles they might have. <laughs> Marshmallows. <laughs> um, fear. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, burrito fart. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, they're mm. just a lean, mean candle making machines. I really yeah. like. Them. Listen, we we had their newest fragrance King, at our house. King Neb armpit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. my wife really enjoys the uh, bountiful Babylon smell. <laughs> okay. Okay. What was your question again? I've already forgotten. Yes. Yeah, so what is one talent you have and one you wish you had? Okay. You want to be a transformer? You know, I'm one of those people. Yes. I'm one of those people that uh, have so many talents that I'm not talented at. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> you know, what, what do they always say? Uh, you know, you're, 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 come on, you, you got, got your hands and everything, but you're not good at anything. That's a new one for me. You know, something like that. I don't really know the actual saying. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very creative. I'm a very creative person and you know, God has kind of blessed me with that. And so if you come up with a theme, 
for example, let's say Vacation Bible School, and uh, one year the uh, pastor's like, well, I'd like to do the Joseph theme. And I was like, okay, well, let's do an Egyptian theme. I got it in my head. And so and I'll have to show you these pictures. You should have just made a bunch so, of jail cells. <laughs> a pit. Uh, so I came up with an idea, and I basically created a, a Egypt. Mm. As you walked into the church, as you walked into the sanctuary, I had drawn out, uh, had a giant camel that I had made. And, wow. And um, all these other things. And, and so God has blessed me with the talent of being able to be creative. As to a talent I wish I had. Hold up, hold up. You should have had it where your camel, when you walk by the camel, it like triggered it and it goes, <laughs> or spit at you. Yeah, spit at you. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, that candle spit at me. No, it didn't. Oh gosh. Uh, so I, I don't know. I I just so that that's a, definitely a talent that God has mm-hmm. blessed me with to be able to just come up with something and build it right there in front of you. Um, as to a talent I wish I had, I wish I was better at um, playing the guitar. I wish I could mm-hmm. play the guitar. That is something that I've always I've I have one. <laughs> um, You're halfway there. Uh, I know the notes. Uh, but I'm not very good at it. I can play the banjo, but not very well. I can play the trombone really well, but oh, I cool. mean, how how can you use that? What you know? Thank you for that talent, Lord. Now what? <laughs> it's kind of one of those instruments that are hard to stand on its own. Isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. unless we're in a jazz band, so go. I get to play the jug. Okay. All right. Okay. So that that's that's where I stand on my talents okay. and wish wishful talents. I wish I could play a guitar. Here's a because great... then I could do worship. They they yeah. go worship off the trombone. Here we go, guys. Mm. Uh, so hey, listen, that ain't gonna work. I tried to do the trombone. Like when I grew up, like you either had to do sports or you had to do like a you know music. And my mom's like, well, I mean, I grew up playing sports. She's like, why don't you just try music? And they gave me the trombone. And I can never get my lips right. I'm like, I'm better sitting on a bench. And so, <laughs> so, well, I was terrible at sitting on a bench. So I went with the uh, instruments. There you go. Uh, so we were in a pretty big marching band, and I, I was actually really, um, I was, uh, I was first chair. No, oh. no, no. I was actually extremely skinny when I was younger. <laughs> I did big band. <laughs> That's terrible. So I played in a jazz band, the wind ensemble. I was in a marching band. I was in all these other things. I did play basketball when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I wasn't very good. I was. Well, you're in the country, so like they had a. Were you like LeBarn James or <laughs> well, there Stephen was country. My- um, this is whoever wrote this question. That's a great question. You, um, you wrote the yeah, question. Yeah. Uh, would you rather preach or teach? And they're totally different. Oh, I love both. Oh gosh, that is a that is a difficult question. Gun to your head. I, I would, I would say, I would say preach. Okay. I, I like to teach. Uh, I do. I really enjoy teaching. I I enjoy giving knowledge, but at the same time, I just like to just stand up and just proclaim, just blast. Well, they can't talk back. Uh, yeah i mean sometimes i'll get questions my wife likes to ask questions and when she asks questions i I go there are times when i go oh don't get lippy with me (laughs) that's a great question can we put that off to the side and save that for later Uh, you know so i I hate that feeling of not knowing and so i I do love teaching but I, i like i like to preach i think mine would be teaching really yeah like i like to interact with people is that why you're trying to steal thursdays from me (laughs) 
<laughs> I like I like to teach, man. I, I'd rather I'd rather you I love preaching. You'd rather teach adults than children. Oh, is what, yeah. what I understand. Oh yeah, it's I, I I've got children's. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm teaching the children tomorrow, and we'll see how that goes down. Yeah. And so, um, one thing you could pass to your children. You have nine children. What's one one thing? You <laughs> nine need? children. I don't have nine children. Uh, what's one? I have eighteen. I'm just kidding. I don't have eighteen either. Say that again. <laughs> one thing you could pass down to your children. What would it be? One thing that I could pass down to my children, high blood pressure. <laughs> I know it's going to be something hereditary. That was my my inheritance from my mom. Thank you, Aww. Mom. I appreciate it. I love the high blood pressure. Right story. now your mom's like, oh, <laughs> calm down, Mom. Uh, I love taking pills. It's great. Um, <laughs> wow. So <laughs> our, newest, our newest sponsor, Pez Pills Dispensary, <laughs> open 24 hours downtown. You know, that that's one thing about getting older. I'm not really looking forward to like Jen and I have talked, but we're going to have to get those little pill dispensers to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just so we can remember if we took our medicine or not. I'm the problem there. is when you get down to like Sunday and you've taken them all <laughs> and then you're like, uh oh, now what do I do? Uh, anyways, have you ever noticed, so, have you ever noticed like on those commercials, like the side effects are so much worse than the actual disease? Oh, yeah. Nosebleeds, like, constipation, uh, bowel movement. In fact, my st- I take a stomach pill, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like, in fact. Some, in case you're wondering, it is true. Some of the side effects I think are worse than what. Now I don't get them, but uh, you know, are worse than what I was dealing with originally. So why would I take the pill? One you said know? the other day said loose bowel. Exactly. Like, yeah. Loose bowel. Like, like oh, thanks. So either I have heartburn or I'm. Well, so seriously, what's so one thing you can he, pass on your children? Something to pass on our children. Sorry, we just had a, quite a quite a crack up session that we had to delete from the podcast. So just so you know, there are a lot of things that we say that uh, we don't let you hear. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, Whew, I, uh, one thing I'd pass down to my children. Seriously, one thing I'd pass down to my children. I, I think I think I would really like to pass down a, a love for God. Mm. Um, you know, not necessarily a love for the knowledge of God, but a love for having a relationship with him. And then the knowledge will come. And then the knowledge will come. A lot of times people will, um, look for the knowledge and expect themselves to develop a love for God, but that is the total wrong path. You need to have a love for God, um, for having a relationship with him first Mm -hmm. to really get a true knowledge of him. That's good. That's good. So let me ask you this. Dream vacation. Vacations all I ever wanted. Vacations well, all I ever needed. For a playback. What, what movie is that on? I have no idea. Yeah, you do. Every National Lampoon's movie there is. Vacations all I ever Oh, wanted. yes. Thank I'm sorry because you. you don't sing it very well. That's why I didn't know it was. <laughs> May your children have heartburn. <laughs> they probably will. That'll be their inheritance. I left you so <laughs> And to my youngest child, Tom, you inherit this box of Tums <laughs> to help with your heartburn that I gave you also. Don't use okay. it all in one place. As to, um, what, what was the question again? Uh, okay, attention span. Dream vacation. Dream vacation. So as a little playback on previous episodes, I would love to go back to Ireland again. Oh, really? Okay. I, I would love to go back and go to Northern Ireland. I didn't get to go there. I, I went to Killarney and uh, Blarney and... Uh, <laughs> they all, they uh, all the, right. The, the, and, uh, Zarney. Um, 
Campari. I'm trying to think of the other places. B- uh, Ballincolly. What? Uh, and I think that was called. And uh, what is an Blarney another, Stone? There's another. Oh yeah, I went to to the Blarney Stone. Is that a real? Oh, it's a place. Yeah. Oh, I thought you don't want to kiss the the Blarney Stone. It's a place. Yeah, it's a castle. The Blarney, okay, Blarney I, Castle. I, I like so, castles. So, well, there's a town, but it's it's. Oh. I think it's in Ballincolly. Ball ball <laughs> but you go you go up on top of the castle, and you're supposed to kiss the Blarney Stone. Not during COVID. I'm so not. what? Yeah, I doubt they're open. Uh, but what you do is they kind of hold your knees and your feet, and then you bend over underneath the castle, and lip, they steal your wallet and run, and you kiss the stone. And I went to do it. And you, it's like there's like this dr- stuff dripping off of it, like snot. And I'm like, nope, I'm I'm good. When the uh, castle's so, like coming, and it's wiped left. It's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, no, I went there and uh, I, I loved Killarney. That was probably the, the the most breathtaking place that I had been to. It's gorgeous, and you go there and you climb the mountain, and it's out almost out in the middle of nowhere. And there's a castle, the Ross Castle there. That was really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. And in that same area, general area. But I enjoyed that. And I'd like to go to Northern Ireland. I'd like to see the Giant's Clawsway. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds well, cool. Well, yeah, look it up. Giant Closet? Giant's Clawsway. Oh, okay. And for those that are on the podcast, our new vacation brought to you by Giant's Clawsway. Giant's Closet. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Next question. <laughs> brought to you by they're always after my lucky charm <laughs> they're always after my lucky charm do you think that uh like the irish listen to our horrible <laughs> accent to get offended <laughs> and then they start making fun of american accents yeah. and it's really horrible Grab your gun, boys. <laughs> yeah. i'm from america yeah. all right yes there you probably go. i did i did see a thread. send us an email and let I, us know i did see somebody on their thread they were mocking us because of our um our second amendments and I better not get into this. No, you better not. Yeah, you know, and I was like, never, never mind. Um, so we are big Second Amendment people. Uh, so O'Flanagan, you can just shut your yapper. All right, one biblical figure you'd like to have lunch with. One biblical figure that I'd like to have lunch is it, with. Is it that king? The king, fat king? Old King Neb. No, 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 no. Oh, the fat king. The fat king. The fat king of Moab. You're gonna eat good. Yeah, that would be a good lunch. Ooh, Fat King's Buffet. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I, You know, I'm not really sure. Really? I, I'd have to really think about that one. I did not. I don't have this question for you. So what's John? your answer? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're sitting there going, really? I know who well, it wouldn't about be. You? I don't know. I know who it wouldn't be. Who? John the Baptist. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to eat locusts and honey. Hey, you want some, you want some grasshoppers? <laughs> uh, I'm good, Johnny. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, some say, well. Who yeah. would I want to eat lunch with? You, I would. I'm going to keep thinking while you're talking. Hmm. Trying to buy time here. I would like so I could just pick their brain. I, I guess um, Solomon, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um. Uh, maybe Hezekiah. Oh, uh, he took a lot of faith. Too. Um. Hmm. I, I'd like to meet Nimrod. <laughs> Isn't that one of like the most random? Isn't that like one of the beginning in Genesis? Because <laughs> yeah. like, you always learn some names. You just and laugh Nimrod at. built a city. <laughs> Nimrod, don't be a Nimrod. He, he built Babylon, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember now off the top of my head. I don't. I don't I'm sure. I don't think so. All right. So, I, I, well, I would say Peter. Okay. Just because I think it would be, I think he would crack me up. 
Because I think he would be sitting there because, you know, he, he always seemed to be the type of person that was, you know, open mouth, insert foot. So I feel like he would just say random things, kind of like you. You crack me up. You just say random <laughs> do things. I, do I put my foot in my mouth? Uh, no, but you just oh. say random things. So I feel like that's the way he would be. But I would really like to get to know him and just say, hey, how how did you really feel? when Jesus looked at you. <laughs> so you're yeah, going to betray me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. When he did, when he actually did, yeah. like what was, what was your thoughts? What was your feelings? What did you immediately think? You know, I, I'd I like done messed up. Yeah. Hope look, you like fish sticks. Look what I done did. Yeah. I hope you yeah. like fish sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I don't. Uh, one person you wish you could meet that is not living. One person I wish I could meet that wasn't that is not living. I I would actually like to meet George Washington. That is pretty random. I, you know, he was a pretty amazing guy. Nice wig. I don't know. I don't know about the wig. <laughs> uh, but I, he let I you would wear really it. like to meet him because he was he was a very. Um, I think I think that we the books that I've read on him are are pretty amazing. Just his character. His desire to see America grow and win. America. Um, this section has been brought to you by America. I, I would like to ask him what his vision was for for the United States and see. You know, I'd like to do that. America. America. <laughs> uh, what's is that a new scented candle? America. America smells like trailer parks. <laughs> like patriotism and NASCAR. Um. Uh, <laughs> Do you think like people in other countries just think we have like three teeth and we're like wearing wife beaters and I don't know how they jorts. would think that. Have you ever seen the the English's their their teeth? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I wasn't going there. That's nice Not stuff. all of them, but they're just some of them. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Put yeah. those back in your mouth. <laughs> so mean. Oh goodness. I mean, some of them are really nice, but come on. You know, I know they don't really like Americans. Well, history. Some of them don't. History didn't start till 1776. <laughs> um, Americans history. America. Um, who is one person you wish you could meet that is living? I wish I could meet that is living. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. I, uh, you know, I should have really looked over these. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Uh, <clears throat> uh, that is living a person I'd like to meet. Did you say Barry Bonds? Yeah. I is that who out. you would like to no, see? No, I just run out people who maybe. No, that is not somebody that I want to meet. Oh man. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> the North Korean dictator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why? Well, here's the reason why, because he's so kooky. Have you ever, have you ever read about him? Gosh. I know we're going to get shot or something. Oh my goodness. He, he's just so different and unique. You are destroying that. You're destroying <laughs> our sponsorship from North Korean <laughs> travels. Come and stay literally and never leave. Uh, I just, you know, he's just a very interesting guy. I would like to meet him um, outside of the North Korea and uh, just get, just meet him. Because I, I've seen you know interviews and seen people that have went to meet him and just the pictures of him. He's just a very weird, unique guy. Is this really what you're rolling with? No, seriously, yeah, I do. Okay. I want to meet him. All right, all right. Um, I want to give him the gospel. There you go. There you go. Uh, and we're gonna wrap up with our last. Are you upset? <laughs> no, I just <laughs> ran. Like man, I don't write that dancer. I, 
I don't know. That's that's, that's you know different. What? It's now one pastor in a podcast. <laughs> uh, pastor and a communist. Um. <laughs> oh gosh! I'm don't joking. do not do not. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, give me your favorite Christian author. We're going to wrap up this question. Who is your favorite Christian author? Oh, my favorite Christian author. Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit. He's my favorite. You know, that's very that's very difficult. I'm not very good with names. <laughs> I'm not very good with reading. <laughs> um, From top to bottom, left to right. You know, Tylenol for headaches. You know, you got to... You gotta sp- Spit out the bones and some authors. What? Uh, you know, re- take. You ever heard that statement? You're creeping eat the me meat out. And, eat the meat and spit out the bones. You're creeping me out on this episode. Um, am I really? No. <laughs> okay. Um, a little bit. I'm reading a book called uh, <laughs> called I'm googling it. Renegade Pastor. Okay. And I, I I love the book and I love the thought. Um, his name is Nelson Mandela Cersei. Oh. Oh, Nelson Searcy. Yeah, 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 he does. He does um, church planning books and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I really like him. I couldn't. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of his name. I'm not very good with names. I know Nelson. You want his phone number? But do you really? No. Um, <laughs> let's call him right now. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, uh, lose my number. Hello. <laughs> um, so <laughs> is that how he talks? <laughs> like in the back of a cave. <laughs> Help me get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, so Billy, I'm reading Renegade Pastor. That's a really good book. He's the child of the teacher from <laughs> from Peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, so yeah, that that would be my favorite author. I, I really enjoy reading his books, and Renegade Pastor has been an eye opening for me. In fact, I was reading some of it last night. I need to finish it. My problem is I read like 20 books at a time, and and then it takes me forever to finish them. <laughs> uh, so, and you think with my memory, I wouldn't be able to pick up where I left off, but with reading, I can. There you go. But with other things like. Did I take my medicine today or not? I'm not really sure. Is my kid's still at school? And what is that person's name? I don't know. You ask me any actor's name or singer's name, I don't I, I, Who sings Getting to Know You? Julia Andrews. <laughs> what's her name? Andrews. What, what's her first name? Julie. Okay, if I said Julia. No, sorry. Maybe I did by accident. Julia, Julia, Julia. Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't believe that you don't know the It's a Mercy Me song. No. You don't know that song. That you're killing me. They man. have a song called Julie Andrews. No, <laughs> uh, it, it's um, Mercy Me, um, uh, Dear Younger Me. Dear Younger Me, put down the burrito and taco and go for a walk. So we're going to listen to the song after today's podcast because so of streaming rights. Because we can't play it on the podcast. And uh, but uh, hey, Mercy Me, if you want to support this podcast, that'd be great. But uh, I like your movie. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Man, it gave me allergies in the movie theater. Uh, it did. You oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely sniffling um, with the uh, dust in that movie theater. Yeah, dust mites were horrible. Yeah. It if was. you have any like uh, dad issues, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, it, it is. It'll make you. It'll make you tear up. Just a little bit. My son watches it. I'm like, you've got the best dad ever. Why are you watching this? Uh, you haven't even mentioned the name of the movie yet. Do you remember the name of the movie? Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Will I dance for you, Jesus, and all of you be still? <laughs> okay, I didn't say, do you know the song? Uh, I can only imagine. Will I dance for you, Jesus? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly all the way. But that's like a 90s song. Late 90s. 
I was in high school when it came it out. It was a good movie. Oh yeah, good movie. I recommend it if you if you can watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. You know the movie I like? <laughs> what Braveheart? Braveheart. There's so much spiritual elements in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Freedom. Well, I was talking about the guy getting his hand cut off by an axe. But yeah, that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's definitely <laughs> spiritual. All right. Well, that was a good uh, interview. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that and didn't get bored and fall asleep halfway through. Uh, but we are going to sign off of today's podcast, and we are glad that you joined us, and we hope that you have a great uh, couple of weeks until you hear the next podcast where we interview Dusty. It's called. What we say we're gonna call we're, it? We're gonna title it. I wish I didn't know no, you. <laughs> Get away from me, weirdo. You smell real bad. All right, so we're gonna sign off today. Remember, it's truly cheaper than therapy. Cha-ching. Thank you so much for joining us today on Two Pastors and a Podcast. If you are in need of prayer, just need someone to talk to, or just want to make fun of us. Please email us at two pastors and a podcast at gmail.com. That is the number two pastors and a podcast at gmail.com. We can also be reached on Facebook at two. Yes, the number two, two pastors and a podcast. We can also be found on the web at www.twopastorsandpodcast.com. That is two, T W O, pastorsandpodcast.com. Be sure to listen in on the 1st and the 15th of each month as we tackle another serious topic. Well, sometimes serious that we probably haven't even figured out yet. As you can tell, folks, we're winging this. Remember, this is truly cheaper than therapy. Mm-hmm.